Is that French vanilla? It is French vanilla. I thought in honor of our first podcast, and since we were going to be sitting so close together in your office, I mean in the illustrious <laughs> studio, 23 studio, that I would make it fragrant. It is. I, my nose, this is a good COVID test, actually. I know that I do not have it because I can smell how delicious your coffee is. Nice. The, uh, the, the studio never has smelled so good. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it ever smelling the old way again. is that that is fun and I'm, I'm just impressed that i could hit those high notes you, <laughs> your singing is really quite good you know Very. well you know after i after i got over covid it was, it was much better <laughs> your vocal range just really improved you know if that's the if that's the lingering after effect then then bring it let it let it be so <laughs> hi everybody welcome to the 23 podcast michael here with my new co-host Father Jeff. Father Jeff. So good to be here. Welcome to your very first episode of the podcast. I am so excited. This is really actually going to be a lot of fun. Father Jeff and I have known each other for a long time. I'm, I was actually, while I was driving over, trying to think of when I met you for the first time. I don't, I don't know when it would have been. I don't know if you were in high school I with probably, tech. Probably. You know, definitely in college. What year years? were you ordained? 2006. Okay, so I was out of high school by then. I, so entered, I graduated college and entered seminary in 2000. <laughs> That, which is when I started high school. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I must have been, I was already a seminarian then, and yeah. tech, and well, I knew mutual you, youth ministry friends. I knew you were holy. Way back then. I had you pegged. Wow. Even back then. I said, that's that's a holy guy right there. Man. <laughs> this is going to be great, though. So, as you know, because I we shared some podcast information with Father Jeff uh, prior to recording today, we had done 250 episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's of amazing. That's a lot of talking. Uh, so we're actually, we thought it would be fun. We're going to start over with accounting, and this is episode one of a new era, a new chapter of the podcast, and uh, who knows? We'll see how high we get. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm aiming for like a thousand. <laughs> That's a lot of conversations. That is. That's a good thing we like each other. Yeah. How are you feeling? We might not by the time we hit a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, let this be over. Um, how are you feeling, by the way? It's been a month, right? Yes. You are, you have been so it's been a crazy summer for you yeah why don't you take us a little bit through like the last few weeks for you yeah no it's uh it's been good it really has um of course the parish um values hospitality and uh i've certainly felt that and uh everyone's just yeah super welcoming it's a it's certainly a hectic place i don't think i've ever been busier in the month of july at a parish i Um, can imagine but it's also like it's also really good you know, and so yeah, because for those of you that don't know, in church and the kind of the rhythm of the the church year, when you work in a parish, July is usually kind of things are calm. There's not a ton of things going on. There's always some stuff, but it's kind of usually a month to kind of catch your breath and get ready for the beginning of the school year. Even if you don't have a school, you know, we all kind of follow this right. this cycle of the the school calendar. Uh, but yeah, you've been very, you've been very busy. Yeah, it's been fun getting to meet people and. Um, yeah dive in yeah so it's yeah it's it's been it's been good i really uh really enjoyed it good what has been maybe your your biggest surprise so far as pastor of a new parish 
Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, uh, this question's always hard for me. Yeah. I just try to be open to whatever, you know? In the um, moment. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't want to say I'm, I was surprised that everyone was so nice. Cause it, cause it, that doesn't sound really good. We expected everyone to be terrible, right? right? You know, um, so that wasn't—I wouldn't say that was a surprise. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, a, a joy. Yeah. Um, maybe the surprise is just how how busy it's been in uh, in in July. Sure. And I think that's that's probably the biggest, you know, sort of surprise. And make you scared for August, September, October, November, yeah. December. Yeah. Like, right. oh my gosh. Yeah, what's March going to be like? Right, exactly. Uh, so uh, one of the reasons the podcast is a lot of fun is it helps parishioners to get to know us a little bit more. Um, so I would love for you to tell a little bit about like where you grew up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of your upbringing. In to- where, did you grow up in Toledo, in the city of Toledo? I did, okay. in South Toledo. I'm a South Toledo boy. Nice. Yeah, if everyone, if anyone remembers the old Churchill's on Burn Road, yes, it was a street right behind that. Really? Yeah. There was a Ponderosa over there. Do you, right. Do you remember the Ponderosa? I, I do remember the Ponderosa. Did you? Okay, so... I, I frequented it from time to time, the, not too often. I remember as a kid when Ponderosa disappeared, They like the entire concrete pad of the restaurant was still there, but it still had like the gross tile on top of it. Yeah. I would like ride my bike over like through Ponderosa, but there was no building. It was just a floor. It was very strange. Yeah. But... When you said Churchill's, mm-hmm. that made me think of my favorite place in the whole world as a kid, which was the Churchill's video store. Did you go there? Oh, of course. Oh, of my course. gosh. I, I've talked about this with people before. Kids kids nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, they just get on Netflix and watch any movie they want. They have no idea the struggle of going to the video store, trying to select a movie. Yeah. Of course, the one that you want is not there. Right. Then you got to go through all the videos at the mm-hmm. desk to see if anybody returned it. Right. It was an event. Right. And you had to be kind and please rewind. Yeah. <laughs> and we had we had the fast rewinder. Do you remember that? Like it was a separate rewinding machine that would make the VHS because apparently we were too impatient on the regular VCR. Mm. Yeah. Do you have no, we did we did not have that. Oh we must I have... remember that the first VCR we had was the top loader. Oh and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a remote uh, that was not that was attached, like with a cord. No way. So, <laughs> was it long a, enough to get to the couch? It was. Oh, my you gosh. know, just barely, but yeah. but we made it. And it had like four buttons. Uh-huh. You know, play, play, pause, stop, rewind, fast forward. This is great. And we thought it was just the most amazing the, thing ever. You, like we have reached high technology. Right, right. Like right up there with the moon landing. Like this yeah, is this it. is it. Right. This is amazing. <laughs> that's hilarious. So that's great. I wonder if we were ever at Churchill's video at the same time. Wow. I, we, don't, I don't know. Okay. I I. I, you will also learn that I'm very good at derailing conversation and just going off on tangents. So I I will entrust to you to help it bring me back every once in a while when needed. Okay. So you grew up in South Toledo. Yep. I uh, went to St. Pat's Heather Downs for school. Great. Uh, where my mom also taught during those years. Okay. And uh, St. John's after that. Um, got into a pre-med program. Uh, in, really? At Youngstown State. Uh, didn't really work out. Okay. And... Uh, I transferred to BG and I went to BG. Yeah. Go Falcons. Roll along. So you BG warriors. That's right. <laughs> Maybe we should sing the song. Uh, I still, I have glasses that have Isaacy Zumba on them and my kids love to try. They don't say it right. I'm not exactly sure how they say it, but they don't pronounce it correctly. Huh? Interesting. So you're at BG. 
Yeah, and uh, after that went to St. Minerid uh, Seminary. It's in southern Indiana. Sure. In the middle of nowhere, but I've it's heard a great wo- place. I've never been, but I've heard wonderful things. Yeah. And I, I all the priests that I know that went to St. Minerid are great. It looked like a castle, you know, and of course with the monks, there's all these guys in black robes, so it was very Harry Potter-esque, <laughs> you know? Harry Potter in Indiana. It was like it was like Hogwarts, pretty much. I do notice a scar on your forehead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. So St. Minerid, and then you said you were ordained in 06. Yep. Okay. Spent uh, the first three years in Findlay uh, at St. Michael's. Great parish. And then was the pastor of St. Thomas Aquinas and Good Shepherd in East Toledo. When Was that before it became Epiphany? No, that was, yeah, sorry, before. Okay. Uh, yep. So when that became Epiphany, they brought a new pastor in for that that conglomeration. Yeah. And then um, after that, spent the last nine years in Huron. Right. Which, if you don't know, it's by Cedar Point. Well, I, I came to visit you in Huron one time. Correct. I, I don't rem- remember, other than us just genuinely liking each other, maybe what precipitated the conversation i think you might have come to look at a piano or help me with some kind of music thing i mean that would make sense yeah uh, there was there was an intention behind it that, that i was looking for your help with something but and then we had lunch at the at the i remember that at the restaurant it was right on the lake the river yep oh is the river watch, right to watch as you're right by the lake as okay. the boats are coming in and out that's cool yeah i remember water I yes. I pictured it was the ocean. It was the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> we were uh, here on on the ocean. <laughs> right, right. We had to in between the the crashes of the waves. We had to converse. <laughs> right, right. A shark. Because otherwise, it was just so loud. A shark the, came in. Right, the That's, surf. We uh, side note. So we recently just got back from vacation, and uh, we went on a whale watching expedition up in Maine in the mm-hmm. Gulf of Maine. And my kids can get very motion sick, oh. so we gave them uh, some Dramamine prior to the boat ride because they take you like fifty miles out into the ocean. Well, poor little Emery, my seven-year-old, she d- didn't know that we gave her the pill that makes her sleepy, oh. <laughs> and she just looked at me as she started feeling tired, and she was like, "Did you give me the sleepy pill?" And like tears welling up in her eyes, wow. I was like, "Maybe." And then she still felt nauseous, so. <laughs> So she was not only feeling seasick, she was also extremely tired. And I said to her, well, let's go, let's go under like the deck and we'll get some fresh air. She just was crying. I'm too tired to move. Poor thing. I know. Luckily, no whales were there yet. But by the time we had stopped in the middle of the ocean and the whale showed up, she was good to go. But she was over being dosed. I'll never forget her eyes saying, did you give me the sleepy pill? Yes, child. (laughs) I did. Now go to sleep. Oh, mixed, man. Mixed it in with her Kool-Aid. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So you were in Huron for nine nine years. Yep. And now you are the pastor of John the 23rd. Yeah. 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 Just good to be here. Yeah. yeah well, it's a, great, it's a great place. Let me officially, because nothing's official till it happens on this podcast. I oh. just want, you actually haven't even been pastor until today. I just, wow. I just want you to know Wait, that. I should cancel my installation. You should. Yeah. After this, you won't need the installation this Saturday. Sweet. Um, But I just want to say formally welcome really appreciate it and we're so thrilled that you are here and we can't wait to see uh the things that god will do through you as shepherd of this parish and we just want to support you and give you as much encouragement and love as we can yeah thank you so much yeah and likewise um we'll see what god has in store yeah you know for for me you know we're always growing and Amen. uh yeah i think back even you know when i started in in huron till now and just even the things i encountered in those years that weren't even like a part of my life before that, mm-hmm. you know, like Damascus and, 
you know, things like that have been impactful for me. And so who knows what the, the years ahead are going to bring. Right. You know, it's, it's amazing because even, you know, I've, I've talked about it many times before. For me, when I started working here, I was 19, 20 years old. For me, this was just like a college. Oh, you know, I need a place to play. This will work out really well. Uh, never did I imagine that, you know, 17 years later, yeah. I'd still be a part of it. And, you know, I can honestly say because of this community, because of this church, my life has been forever changed. Yeah. I can't imagine my life without it. Yeah. So God does incredible th- things through faith communities. Amen. All right. Well, Speaking of faith, why don't we get into the readings a little bit for this weekend? Uh, this weekend, well, b- prior to that, though, let's just mention real quick, we alluded to it. This Saturday on the 6th, we'll actually have your installation mass as pastor. Do you want to talk about that just for a moment? Yeah, it's... Um, maybe I maybe I should have looked up exactly what that entails again. So, well, we don't have to go through, we don't have to go through the whole thing. <laughs> the whole ritual? Just like the idea behind it. Yeah, um, there's a f- the formal uh, proclamation, I guess, or decree from the bishop uh, will be will be read. You know, assigning me to. Does it start with "Hear ye, hear ye"? There's a big scroll, and and uh, right. So yeah, I, ho- okay. I hope the town crier is not sick on Saturday. <laughs> I will get out my jester um, pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they look like, but it seems appropriate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't seen a sub request for the town crier come through on Ministry Pro. <laughs> Uh, so I think we should be good we at should this be good. point, okay. but, uh, you know, things happen. And like, as part of the, as part of that, like during the creed, you know, make a special profession of faith and, uh, and yeah, just a, you know, promise to be a good pastor, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, all kidding aside, of course, you've officially been pastor since July 1st, but this is kind of a nice I don't know if symbolism is the right word, but a nice, yeah. a nice way to it ritualizes. Yeah, it. it ritualizes like the the passing of the torch. Yeah, so on the on July first, you have to take canonical possession of the parish. It's called, and so I think you're supposed to step foot on the property. Oh, so yeah. I, was, I was coming back from Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Yeah, um, and by the time I got here, it was pouring down rain. So it was six o'clock on that Friday, and I pulled into the parking lot, which was empty, uh, pouring down rain. So I sat, I stayed in my car, swung my feet around, plopped them on the parking lot, immediately put them back into the car. Did you kiss the ground? Um, no. No kissing. Although it would have been cleaner would, than usual yeah, because true. of the storm. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I blew my opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, and then went to uh, the house. And for fell the first asleep time. immediately, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably the, the COVID. The, <laughs> the, post, right. the post-camp blues. Yeah. The, that's great. All right, so this weekend we are in the Gospel of Luke still, as we have been for most of this year, and we will continue to be for the rest of this liturgical year for the most part. Uh, For those of you following along, we are in Luke chapter 12 versus, are we doing the long form? Yeah, I like people to get their money's worth. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. We want people to feel like there's good value. Uh, verses 32 to 48. Would you like to read the Gospel, Father? I would love to. And again, it's it's not the shortest, but... uh, Rich like all Gospels are. So Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach, nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants 
whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. And then I say to you, he will gird himself, and have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch, and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour, and will punish the servant severely, and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make preparations, nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. So, there's... (laughs) There's a there's a lot going on. It's a lot passage. here. I was thinking of focusing on the beatings. I that's funny because that was the part that was really kind of standing out to me. We don't get a lot of beatings in the gospel generally, so I'm I'm going to let you take go go on this tangent. Yeah. So I was I was really just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. As long as you're not beating me. Right. No, I would never. I would never. But it, it does. You know, there's a couple different beatings in the in the gospel. You know, so certainly one of them is the servant who thought, "Well, my master's delayed in coming," and they just get sort of caught up in in sure. craziness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's just sort of all of all of us. Sometimes we just get caught up in in craziness when we forget um, how we're supposed to be a servant mm. of of the Lord. This reminds me, as a parent, of are my parents watching me? Right, you know, like yeah, oh, yeah, that's a great point. And I can remember that as a kid too, like, you know, the things you would do when you knew your parents weren't around versus when they were around. Now, I was pretty much a uh, a rule follower as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was pretty. I was. I there were times where like my friends would go do something, and I would say, "Guys, we shouldn't. We should not be doing this." And I can remember like staying inside when they would go outside at night to like throw water balloons at cars. And I'd be like in the fifth grade and be like, somebody could get very hurt. You know, like I was. Always... And then they gave you a beating. Yeah. For, and then I got a beating. Right. Yeah, being like a... a wedgie usually. Right. Uh, but, you know, I think in, in a lot of the ways, sometimes we we may do this in our faith, too, even though it's not our even though our spiritual father isn't out of the room ever. Right. But it might feel like that sometimes. Yeah. So the need for that, that watchfulness. Um, that we're that we're meant to have, um, but an active watchfulness. Um, you know, at the beginning when he says, "Gird your loins and light your lamps," it's like get ready for, get ready for action. Right. So you know, be of be of service and uh, stay focused and watchful in prayer and in service to to others. How do you do it though? You know, I, I find that that continual 
rhythm of spirituality. You know, you talked about summer camp and a lot of those cool experiences that you get to do as a priest. And those are the mountaintops, right? Mm -hmm. But the nitty gritty of our daily spiritual lives happens in the the rhythm of ordinary time for, for lack of a better term. Right. And so no pun, no pun intended. No, Yeah. No pun intended. But how, how do you find yourself still being enthusiastic about that? Even in the rhythm of the ordinary. Yeah. I think we need to remember that God always has something in store, um, for us. And so, um, yeah, there, there is no ordinary time, you know, and, and sort of in, yeah. in God's ways, it's all, in some ways it's all meant to be blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but even like the, the daily rhythm of life can be, can be blessed, mm-hmm. you know, within the family life. And I think a lot of families maybe think that they don't have a lot, they're not really holy because, you know, they're just sort of caught up in, in the daily life. Um, but how do we bring God into that? Yeah. I think is, is so important because uh, God is already there. Right. It's the acknowledgement of it, right? It's the acknowledgement as God moving through the day rather than compartmentalizing. Well, this is the God time, and now it's work time, and then there's soccer time, and then there's maybe dinner time, and all of the things that that go through the day. But all the things that you do uh, for your for your family, for mm-hmm. example, you know, whether it's spending that time with them, whether it is the meals, whether it is dosing them, um, you know, all the all the things just regular you know, parents do, Sure. um, y- y- to be intentional, like this is an act of service, yeah. you know, uh, that we're imitating the love of Christ, which is a self-giving love, mm-hmm. you know, poured out for, for others. Um, so one of the other thing, we're almost out of time already. Can you wow. believe it? It goes fast, doesn't it? It does. Um, one of the things father Jeff had said to me is that he would love to conclude our podcasts in prayer. So uh, I will ask you to lead us in a closing prayer for today. Yeah, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, uh, we just thank you uh, for for all that you are, for all that uh, we are in you. We ask you, Lord, on this day to, to be watchful and to know that you are always calling us to, to more and that we're to be the people of action by your grace, that um, that we're called to be faithful as you are faithful to us. And so, Lord, give us the grace to do that this day, to know uh, the abundance that you have in store for us. I ask, Lord, to pour your blessing upon all who are listening, that you grant them your peace and perseverance. And we ask this, God, in your name. Amen. Amen. Son of the Holy Spirit. Hey, congratulations on your first episode. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We did it. All right. We'll see you back here next week for another 23 minutes on the podcast. Take care, everybody.